You're listening to Making Money Online with Lisa Johnson, the podcast that tells you what it really takes to build a business and the simple steps to get you there. I'm determined to share with you the reality of easy, simple business marketing tips to make passive income so that you can start making money online. Hi guys, and welcome to today's podcast. Um, So I'm here today with a guest. I know you love it when I have a guest on. Um, So I have a guest today and um, she's somebody I've known for a couple of years now online. I think have we met once before in real life? I feel like we I have. We've met very briefly. Yeah. And it was amazing. <laughs> but I know that we'll meet again soon. We it's, will. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I have Kelly Vikings here. And Kelly is a divine business leader. And she empowers other people to have aligned success and wealth rather than just success and wealth. And I think there's a real big distinction there. But what I want to talk to Kelly about today is something that I think can happen to lots of us. And that is, what do you do when life just keeps coming at you in the wrong way? And you get setback after setback after setback. Now, the reason that I um, first heard of Kelly is because she wrote something amazing in a Facebook group a couple of years ago now where some big stuff had gone wrong. And I'll let her tell the story with her business. Um, You know, really big. And where I saw most people at that point would kind of go, oh, well, that's that. You know, I've tried it and it didn't work. I saw Kelly scrappily trying to start again and massively succeeding. And so I want to take you back, Kelly, to the biggest kind of issue that happened in your business. Can you tell us a little bit about what happened when things went wrong? Yeah, surely. So thank you. It is. It's setback after setback after setback. And how do you pick yourself back up? It's so hard because you know how much you put into your business to to, to grow it when you've got teams to support them. And you had a team, didn't you? This wasn't a little yeah. you just starting business. You no. had grown this business. I had started from my kitchen a mum, a single mum to two two children at the time. Oh, I've still got the children. <laughs> <laughs> and um, they're just slightly older, as am I. Um, and I just thought, if I don't start my own business now, I'm never going to do it. And I, I'd gone through a divorce. It wasn't particularly messy, but I had £12,000. And I thought, this is my opportunity to start my own estate agency. I'd done it for about 12, 14 years at that point. So I was kind of like at the halfway mark because I then built my business organically. Even though people kind of looked at me in my little, you know, house and then I had like this really crappy office on the middle of um, a trading estate, which is totally not the norm for estate agents. And then finally, after seven or eight years, I moved into this prestigious office in the city and it was there that I just grew and grew some of my team had been for me with me working with me for over 10 years and I had done a lot for our local community because that's me because I love giving and I love supporting like I love old people so a lot of what (laughs) I did was with Age UK and I learned so so much and I was really 100% committed to being the leading estate agent to being the best estate agent in my city and I finally hit this point where I just, I I had three different departments. So I started to employ and recruit new staff. There were certain things. It it wasn't just one thing. It was one member of staff messing me about. I had somebody that was sick. 
Um, my own, I had stuff going on in my own household. My son had been um, accused of something at school and he was coming up for 14, 15. Um, so that was really hard to try and support him whilst my business was also feeling like it was very wobbly. Um, and it just I hit cash flow crisis. And in a sense, what had happened is I'd grown a little bit too quick and I couldn't keep up with it. And it was just me. At that point, I was a single mum again, but to three boys. Um, and I didn't, I just felt like I didn't have anyone. I took out a big loan and personally guaranteed this on my home. And I thought, great, I've overcome this challenge. I can now just, you know, and, and I was very careful with what I did with my money. But nearly six months later, and at this point I'd met Martin, who I'm with now, um, thankfully, because there's no way I could have done this alone. Yeah. And cash flow hit again. And this time I didn't have anywhere to go. I didn't have any anything that I could pull on, no resources, no family. Your house was on the line this time. Yeah, yeah. I knew somebody in our local community and I signed um, part of my business away. I didn't have legal protection and I ended up losing over a two-year period. I had to liquidate my business, which was extended because of the relationship that I had with said um, investor in my business. So yeah. it made things three oh. times worse. Um, and the stress and the pressure of this was just horrific. And during that two-year period, not only did I have to say goodbye to my staff who were like, you know, some of my closest friends. Yeah. I felt so ashamed at how I had left some of my landlords who had been with me for over 10 years. And it was horrific because nobody, like for me, I don't want to let anybody down, but letting people that had, you know, trusted me for so long, that really, really got that, that just, I was full of guilt and shame. I couldn't sleep. Um, I saw my car being taken away from me. I saw obviously the office and everything had all closed. Um, I was publicly attacked in the press. Um, oh, wow. It was horrific. My family turned their back on me. All the local community that had supported me when things were going really well. There was one, maybe two people that supported me. Everyone else just totally disappeared. And I lost my home. And that's though. that's the worst bit, isn't it? Really, like you can. I understand, like losing businesses. People lose businesses, and yes, you've built them up. And I can imagine losing this business and can and could cope with it. But losing your home that you're bringing your family up with, I yeah. think that's a different thing. Yeah, it is. I mean, the setback was made worse because of everything that I put into my business, and there was the emotional attachment to it. And I think with businesses, when they're grown organically from an idea and it's yours and it's you see it from nothing grow to a successful, highly successful business and you're out there and, you know, for me, the last two years I was winning national awards, not just sort of smaller independent awards. And I was being seen, but then to go from that to them being seen for, you know, the wrong reason the closure the you know the fallout from that from how I left people feeling and that that guilt and shame I was in a really really dark place I yeah. was suicidal 
and I just I blamed myself. Um, I was angry with the investor because they were living this lovely life and and had had made matters worse and there was no mention of this said person so so in the press was it just you that they were talking about yeah the press can be awful can't it the way they twist things they asked me for a lot of feedback and I didn't engage at the time um they attacked me like on my 40th birthday Mm. Um, they attacked me on, there was another significant day. It was the first day that I'd actually stepped into my local business community again. And that took, I was sat for a whole hour shaking. That took so much strength and literally came away. And then there was another press release and it was just, they don't realize. And I, I get it. I understand they have a job, they have a duty, they have a but when that one person, it's it's like Brenny Brown said, and it's a quote which actually I, I it's funny because somebody posted it this morning, and I said that quote alone is what saved me, because when you're in the arena, when your face is on the floor, and you have people that are stepping on you, and they're wanting to see you blood, sweat, and they're not there to hold a hand out and help you. It's in those moments that you realise not only you're in a strength, but you realise it's up to you. And you can turn that setback into a failing or a lesson. And I I took that and I said, fuck, I said, fuck you, life. (laughs) I'm not ready to give up. I've overcome I've overcome abuse. I've overcome domestic violence in my life. I've overcome living, leaving home at 14. There are, I've made spine surgery. I've overcome lots of big things, but losing my business was by far the biggest. Yeah. And, and, and I think probably the fact that you'd had setback, I always talk about using adversity to fuel your success. And I really do believe that if you've had adversity when you were younger, you can deal with things in business in a different way when you're older. Like I see people in business who have had no adversity and they come to a problem in business and they go, oh, oh well, I tried. You know, there's no way through it. I've, I've given it a go. Anybody that's been through adversity when they were younger, when they see something in business, they find a way through it. They find a way around it because they're used to doing that. They're used to finding a way to survive. And I think that what I really saw with you is, I could tell you had had setbacks before because of the way you dealt with things this time. It didn't floor you. Well, it did floor you, but you got back up. And I think that's the measure of somebody is, is how they get back up. Mm. And you did. And so tell us about how long did you leave it before you were like, okay, I'm getting back in this game. This isn't going to beat me. It took me nine months to step outside of my house again. So that was the first significant thing to do going to my local shop and then from there I started to think it's okay it's mostly in my head not anyone else's and come on I can do this I can I can find that strength to to do something and I I remember going camping and it was just over 14 months after everything had happened and I remember saying to my, I, I need to know what I'm doing now. I, I, I'm not somebody that sits around. I was like, I need to know, like, what can I do? 
And so the purpose of us going camping was to switch off from where we were and to just take time to discover who I was underneath everything. And so when you've had the great lifestyle, you know, you you can go anywhere, you can find dine, you can, you know, handbags, just just everything, like jewellery. I I could do whatever I wanted to do. When that's taken away from you, it's really hard, but it gives you a a different perspective. It gives you a dose of reality of what is really important. What's important and what yeah. isn't. I think that's so true. Yeah. And it's not that those things aren't important because at the time and even now, I still value, you know, financial wealth and I still celebrate other people doing really well. And I love that. But it almost gave me this just like reality check of like, who am I? You know, what am I here for? What is my purpose in life? I think that's what it always I could have been. Back to. Yeah. Purpose. It's your purpose in life. What is that? What is the reason that you are here for? What is this bigger? We always talk about this like big thing. What is that? And sometimes when you're in the thick of it, you don't know, you don't feel any of that because you're so busy doing the day to day. And it's often when you're at rock bottom, when we've got time to actually think about things that when we're enjoying the simple things that we forget about sometimes when things are going well, that we realize there's a bigger purpose. Yeah. What's yours? What's your bigger purpose? (laughs) My purpose is to change, is a real transformative change in people. And (laughs) I've discovered so much about myself and the different areas in my life that are aligned. Um, But also how that can help others. And for me, the lessons that I learned throughout my business career, which is well over 20 years now, I didn't go through all of that to just give up. I didn't go through all of that to stand still and let people throw arrows at me and just stand there and take it. I went through all of that for a reason And that reason is because I was strong enough to, but I'm also a person that has a voice and by sharing my story for anybody that's listening to Lisa's podcast right now, you know, if you have an idea in your head to, to, to want to start something, there are so many things that can get in the way, but there's only one thing that can take you from where you are to where you want to get to. And that is you. And it's your choices in life. It's your experiences in life. It's your lessons in life, like I have had, that give you the knowledge, the wisdom, the confidence, the belief to be able to use maybe what you feel is a setback or a challenge or whatever you want to term it as, but as fuel. Even fear, make friends with fear, use it to drive you. Because if you discover what you want to do in life and you align to that, it is absolutely beautiful. It is like the most gorgeous piece of music that you will ever listen to. And that for me is what being an entrepreneur is. Yeah, it is. And you're so right about fear. Like I think often when it comes to fear, we, we, we hear this fear and success don't go hand in hand. And I agree with that to an extent. Um, I think that you should always be able to 
feel fear and know it's there and not let it stop you doing things like you know it's there it's there for a reason and there's nothing wrong with that um I think fear has helped me so much in my life like fear has helped me whenever I'm scared of anything the fear will drive me on the fear of where I was before will drive me on the fear of what I've already been through will drive me on um and there's nothing wrong with I think using that to fuel your success. And I love that you're using your learnings. I think what's so important about your whole story is that what happened to you could be seen as setbacks. It could be seen as failure. But what it can also be seen in is a massive learning that you can now give to others. And that has definitely helped you because if you look at the business you have now, which is really successful, um, like you have learned things from that first business, most definitely, that you would now never do again in this business. Yeah. Yeah. And so we need to go through that. We need to, to be able to have the the better business that we then eventually build. Um, we look at anybody that's had setbacks and, and if you look at anyone that's huge that you see is like a really well-known, huge entrepreneur, I can't tell you the amount of setbacks they had before they made it. Everybody does. Everybody has adversity before they make it because they learn from their failings to make something even better. And that's exactly what you've done. Tell us a bit about why you do. Tell first of all, tell us a bit about what you do now, and and I know you help people to really find the thing that they're aligned with and to run with that, so that they can have amazing lives. But tell us how the learnings that you had took you to this place. Hmm. So, it, I know that. Um, maybe a majority of your audience isn't particularly spiritual I think they're 50-50 um, <laughs> but for me it was a massive awakening and one of the things that I realized is I I it's there's a book um I'm trying to think of the name of the lady that wrote it but it was like get your shears together but she did use the t word yeah um and this was before things even started to kind of like the cracks were beginning to come in my business and I was like I'm fed up with doing I'm fed up with being busy all the time not having any time for me I'm fed up with coming out of the office and yes a flash car BMW full series roof off but I literally drive it for five minutes and then I'm back in home and I've got the kids and I'm fed up with feeling and I was literally like universe 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 and suddenly And so it was a huge shift. It was a huge awakening. I have always had certain um, things in my life um, that I have done, like um, tarot cards and things like this. And I've always been quite connected to that side of who I am. My my gran was um, highly clairvoyant, so it runs in my family blood as well. And and I just kind of parked it all the time because I was busy, because I was do-do-do. There was always a reason. So this, even though I didn't wake up in the camping situation and go, right, I want to be a spiritual divine business leader, it did make me realise I wanted to really help others and support them to start, grow, scale their business, protect them from all the things that I had gone through. And so I kind of started to do this new entrepreneurial world when COVID hit. And then through that, there was just something that didn't quite fit. And it was the masculine energy. And I realized that I was very much living in a very masculine energy and I needed to have some balance in my life. 
And then finding this, and I suppose introspection, looking within myself, seeking new knowledge, I then opened the gates, the doors to lots of different things that have really helped me, helped me to heal, helped me to work through and helped me to tap into more of a divine feminine side of Kelly that actually is really lovely, that isn't such a person, is a really warm, compassionate, lovely person. And, And I feel much more aligned with that energetic space. And I felt for the first time connected to who I am. And that helps me to serve others in a way that is totally different from what I was doing before, but is giving, I mean, you know, I don't work anywhere near as much as I did before, but what I'm doing, you can see what I'm doing with other people as a business mentor. It's just like, that doesn't just happen. The universe clearly just kind of shifted me and and I I asked for it you know the words are in that book right at the beginning I asked for that change yeah and you got it and I got it (laughs) so yeah I mean nothing would have called me out otherwise I'm going and going and going so for somebody that is um maybe having a real setback right now whether it's their businesses what they perceive to be failing, a launch just hasn't gone how they thought it would, or their relationship is broken down. If that kind of setback is happening to them, I remember being in a place where you feel like that I don't know how to lift myself up from this. What would you tell them? Yeah, I I, I see so much of this. And of course, in the online space, you can be who you want to be. And yet when you come away off of social media or offline you are exactly who you are so that is the most important part of us as human beings is like who we are when we're totally disconnected from this kind of false space having said that there are so many people that are living in line of their truth with integrity and are turning up as themselves and leading the way in a really incredible way it's just so inspiring like you thank you and for anybody right now that is struggling to identify with themselves in a way that what I mean by that by the way is for anybody that is struggling to identify with the real truth of who they are so you know anybody can say right I'm going to do this I'm going to do that but are they following through with that are they actually taking the steps because what I see is I really want to start my business and I want to do this I'm really going to launch this program I'm going to do this I'm really going to leave my full-time job and come away and and maybe work part-time for a bit and then come away completely and have this as my sole income but fear gets in the way comparisonitis gets in the way all of these things just confidence just gets nudged and what we need to do is really just stay in our own lane know what we want to achieve and really tap into our own individual strengths and everybody has different strengths so it's it not, not one thing will work for one person that won't work for another but you have to find your own you have to find that one thing that really drives you forward and it doesn't matter what your resources are what your starting point is, whether you're on your own, whether you've got people around you to support you, we all have to find our first step 
And then the first step goes on and on and on. And it's what's going to take you through a longer journey, because it's not about winning the battles. It's not about winning the small kind of moments. It's about winning the war. It's about going out there and winning the long term game. And a lot of people kind of fall short or they, they're they scared or the fear kind of consumes them. And that's where they give up. Yeah. And we have to find what it is that drives us forward, that keeps us moving forward step by step. Whether you've had setbacks or not, that's the thing. It's about looking at why you're doing everything because then yeah. no setback will keep you down. You'll get back up every single time. Yeah. Thank you, Kelly. This has been really powerful, really interesting to listen to your story. And I know it will help people because there are people that have setbacks all the time. It's part of life. And we need to know that we can get back up and make something even better than we had before and that maybe yeah. there's a reason for it. Um, if people want to come and hang out with you, where's the best place for them to find you? I'm on Instagram and also on Facebook, Kelly Vikings. But I just want to say as well that for anybody that is going through that, it's like the next day always feels different to where you are right now. And that's something that I found. Like some days I would just feel numb or I'd feel like I didn't have enough money or I'd, that you've just got to learn to just, your emotions will go up and down in life no matter what. And so it's just feeling a way through, but not not really you know, holding too much the days where it feels like it's just too much. Just know that the next day might feel a bit better. And and also setbacks, they can bring so many rewards. Setbacks can actually bring you to a point where when you'll come back is by far stronger, not from an external perspective, although maybe, but from an internal point of view, we always learn and we always gain in that respect. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Thank you, Kelly. It's been great Welcome. to talk to you. And we'll put all of your links into the um, show notes as well and your book link as well. And um, because I know you've written a book recently. So you're in there. <laughs> I am in there. So we will add that in as well. Um, but thank you for being here today. And I can't wait to see what is next for you and what else you do with your business because it's been brilliant watching you thank grow you. over the last couple of years. Um, and I will speak to you soon. And thanks, guys, for listening. Thank you, listeners. Thank you for listening to Making Money Online with Lisa Johnson. If you'd like to get hold of my guide to launching, go to lisajohnson.com forward slash launch and let's get you making money online.